0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're listening to the podcast, it is Wednesday, May 25th. If you're watching on YouTube, we surprise you by going early on Tuesday, May 24th. We're going to do some AFC North wind turtles and joining me to talk about the AFC North. Of course, the only man capable of still speaking about the AFC North because the Pittsburgh Steelers have drifted off into irrelevance. John Breach, what's up, buddy? You know, Brinson, when I heard
1: we were talking about AFC North over-unders, uh, I knew you had to call me because, quite frankly, it's not just the fact that Wilson cheers for a horrible team. Yeah. You're also the biggest Bengals hater on the planet, so we had to, like, even all of this out, and that's where we are now.
0: I, I don't think I'm a big. I like the Bengals. I just like to point Demo, out. Evo, do you Bengals?
1: have all 47 clips from the past four weeks <laughs> of Brinson pointing out that the Bengals lost the Super Bowl? <laughs> I need to make him. um, I'm not sure. It makes me a a
0: Bengals hater so much as a someone who is just pointing out a factual piece of information that the Bengals did, in fact, lose the Super Bowl. I think
1: you're anti breach. I think you don't
0: want to hear me gloat. I don't want. Yeah, I don't know if I want you to have a Super Bowl. I mean, I kind of (laughs) want. I didn't want you to have that Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind. Not against your Hall of Fame quarterback. quarterback. Right. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind if you did have a Super. Yeah. Just Matthew Stafford. I needed that one, buddy. um Anyway, we're gonna start with the Bengals because they have the highest win total tied with the Ravens, actually, and the Browns. Oh, huh, interesting. The uh the AFC North is all sort of knotted up in terms of uh expectations for the win totals for those teams, but we will start with the Bengals out of respect for you, Breach. Uh they have an over-under of nine and a half. The over is minus one ten. Uh they c- kind of quietly only went ten and seven last year. You know, what I mean it's it's we're treating it as like the Bengals. Um, you know, incredible, you know, Super Bowl run. But, yeah, they did only go 10-7. They did win the division, of course. Um, Week one, the Bengals get the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, you have to kind of consider that like a pretty good starting point, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Week two, at the Cowboys, at the Jets, they have the Dolphins. So they play the – I believe they play the entire – yeah, they play the entire AFC East and – the entire NFC South. Mm, That is friendly. Very. That's about the, those are the only friendly parts of their schedule. They needed that because they they play they get the at, Oh my God, they have four road games in their first six weeks of the season at Dallas, at the jets, at Baltimore, at the saints, they get the Browns on Halloween in Cleveland in prime time. Nobody knows if Deshaun Watson will be playing Panthers before the bye. And then it gets kind of gnarly after the break with the Titans, Chiefs, Bucks, and Patriots, Bills. <laughs> Man, they got to stack some wins early, don't they? Rich? All in a row, yeah. I mean,
1: Brinson isn't like naming off the best opponents. This these but are I'm all... just
0: listing the listing the teams <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, you know what? I've gone through the schedule. Obviously, since the day it came, I've gone through it seven thousand times, and I do not think they get worse than they were last year. I mean, we, we've talked about obviously what they've done this off season, adding offensive linemen and they have upgraded definitely on the offense line, which was their biggest hole. Um, You know, draft picks, you don't really count so much because you don't know how much they're going to impact. Um, So I do think at worst, they match last year's 10 and seven record. Mm. My current number for them is 11. So I'm taking The over here's what I think is going to happen. I think if you get the Steelers week one is the best week to get the Steelers because even if Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky, whoever the starter is, if they end up being good, they're probably week one. You're still learning that offense It's your first time in a regular season game. So if the Steelers are working out kinks, that's when you're doing it is week one, week two, week three. So I do like that. They're getting the Steelers there. Uh, Cowboys game could get crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. So that one could go either way. The Jets game I like having in week three. Like, look, if we know there is one team in the NFL that is not going to overlook the Jets this year, it is the Cincinnati yeah, Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, that's right. So, like, I don't expect them to go into MetLife Stadium and fall flat on their face again. That was a game they probably should have won. Uh, so they will not be overlooking the Jets. And then, obviously, you get the Dolphins in prime time. So I will be surprised if they don't start the season 3-1. and one. Maybe it's 4-0. I would be... I had them my- at 6-3
0: at the bye. Okay. I could apps. let me with losses at Baltimore at New Orleans and at Dallas. I could see that. And they could look, they could win. I mean, they they took care of Baltimore last year.
1: I think I would say seven and two. I just feel like you have Joe Burrow and Jamar chase going back to Louisiana. They are going to be pumped. To oh, that's, that a good, that's a good point. You, you know, like, like- yeah, so I, I feel like that's just going to be one of those. We're we're going to put up huge numbers. Burrow and chase are going to go off for 400 yards a piece. Um, might so, be like an
0: LSU home game. if The Saints are terrible by then.
1: And, you know, New Orleans is loud, but half those fans might be cheering for the Bengals because of all their LSU ties. So,
0: yeah. yeah I, looked, uh, I hadn't actually didn't factor that in when I thought about that. Yes. Uh, if they go like five and four before the bye, they're in deep trouble. Yes, I agree with that. I always think you have to be six and three at worst case to hit this over on the win total because yeah. it's look, you come out of the bye and you're at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, home against KC, home against Cleveland, at Tampa Bay, at New England, home against Buffalo, home against Baltimore. I mean, even if the Bengals are a really good football team, and it's possible that they are. Like what's the best case scenario out of the buy in those eight games? Well, I would say the best case scenario is the
1: Steelers end up being an average team. So Mm -hmm. not great. That feels winnable. The Titans end up being an average team. Uh, You know, yes, they went 12 and five, but it feels like Ryan Tannehill has been slightly aggressing every year. He's not going to have AJ Brown to throw to. And, Derek it's Henry plot
0: twist for you trying to pipe out the Bengals' window well, now after ripping me for questioning for the Titans. But the you have Derek Henry.
1: He's not also going to have you know some of his I, mean, I, think just,
0: I think best case you're splitting those games. Like I don't think you're going two and zero on the road against Pittsburgh and Tennessee. I don't know. I just coming
1: out of the buy two road games isn't. I think best case I look at the groups in groups of fours and the games. Well, I did went with sixteen games, so I have to switch that strategy. But I feel like the best case scenario for them is three and one out of the bye, and worst case is one and three. And then yeah. at Steelers, so at Titans, Chiefs, Brand. four
0: and four is so four like you're thinking four and four is probably a reasonable expectation after the bye.
1: For the front eight games. And then you never know with the last game, because the Ravens could be out of it, the Bengals could be out of it one of them could have yeah. clinched a, a wild card berth. Uh you don't know how much they have to play for at
0: that point. Um, so in other words, like you basically have them slightly sneaking over. Yes. Yeah. I think it's 10, but probably 11. Would you bet on the over? Yes. You I have not yet, but I with incredible conviction.
1: Well, I was thinking about it. I don't, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't like betting yes. on the bangles. I don't like betting on the bangles. Uh, you know, like the, the first sure. rule of gambling is don't root. Don't bet on the team you cheer for. That's not the first rule of gambling. Oh, it's my first rule of gambling. Okay. Because then you don't want to be mad at the team for losing money. You know, like, it's just, it adds, you're already defeated because they lost. You don't want to pile on top of that by losing money, too.
0: Yeah, that's why you bet against the Bengals. I mean, you could do that,
1: and then you're happy either
0: way, but I don't it's like that. Last year for basketball, worst team, worst <laughs> team gets to <a> spread <laughs> in, like, 30 years. <laughs> just making cash.
1: Listen to Brinson's sad gambling rules. You should just have a podcast on that.
0: Um. Oh, I will tell you, what's sad is this freaking nerve that's just shooting pain down my leg every three seconds. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would lean. I think the Bengals' numbers is a good one. I wouldn't touch it because, like I said, if you go five and four to start, and then four and four, you're a nine and uh, you're a nine and eight team that's probably in the playoff hunt, but also, you know, under the nine and a half. And I don't think that's an outrageous potential outcome for their season i think they pro. i think i think like i trust burrow enough where they probably do go over it but if like the saints or i mean they lost to the jets last year so it's not inconceivable they lose to new orleans or atlanta you know right i mean the, the bills lost to the jaguars last year it's not to not say it's a Bengals thing it's just a no no right there's there's
1: crazy losses every nfl season and those yep. are the ones that you have to account for all right, the one, Baltimore
0: Ravens also Ooh. have a win total of nine and a half. However, their over is juiced to 130, their 2021 record eight and nine they missed the playoffs. They also like the um, like the Bengals have to play, get to get to play the NFC South and the AFC East. And in fact, the Baltimore Ravens will start their season by playing the entire AFC East. They get the Jets on the road in week one, the Dolphins at home in week two, the Pats at on the road in week three, the Bills at home in week four. And then your Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, instead of the Cowboys, they actually get, we get to play at the Giants, play the Browns, at the Buccaneers, and at the Saints before they're by. Oh my goodness. The Panthers, Jaguars, Broncos. That's a tough. What are you gonna do? Um, at the Steelers, at the Bengals, home against the Falcons, home against the Steelers, at the Bengals. yeah, at the Bengals, and to close it out after the bye. To me, this on its face looks like a pretty friendly schedule for Baltimore, a team that I think is a good value to win the division. And I really like the over at nine and a half here, given they went eight and nine last year with all of those injuries.
1: If any other team had that dealt with that many injuries, I think they win five or six games. The fact that the Ravens got to eight wins, despite all those injuries really says a lot about John Harbaugh's coaching ability about what they're doing. And so this does, I, I mean the over feels like a lock and, and you hate to say that because yeah. if you bet the over last year, you see, you just keep seeing players go down. Lamar missed a few games. You're like, Oh my God, I'm going to miss this over because of all these injuries. But assuming everyone Stays healthy. Not even everyone. Assuming ninety percent of the roster stays healthy, and they're not dealing with one hundred and twelve injuries like they were last year, it just you know I like their chances of going three and one, or maybe even four and zero against the AFC because yeah. they have the Bills at home. So if you come out of the gate at four and zero, all of a sudden you have a great shot of you just need six more wins. Uh, let's, let's say they even go two and two.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you win the first two, then you lose the first two, um, then you have. Home against the Bengals. I mean, I, like, I think that's fair to give that one to the Ravens. It's going to be a close game. Like, it, it wouldn't be surprising if the Bengals won the game at all. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, because it's a home game, I'll lean towards the Bengals. I'm going to give them the Giants win, give a win against the Browns, loss to the Bucks, and a win against the Saints. So that's um, four and one plus two and two. So you're at six and three there going into your week 10 bye. I think they uh, win and the then first. You just
1: need four down the stretch
0: right i think they win the first two panthers and jags coming out of the bye um i think the worst case split with the sealers so you're at three and then you have the falcons at home so that's 10 right there with i mean going two and two to start the season and you know giving them several losses on the back end like with that like you know like actually like deshaun watson might not play this season you know like like we don't we don't know how that's all going to play out so yeah i love this this is probably one of my favorite overs
1: Yeah, and one thing I do when I look at over unders is that I don't go. You know, like obviously you're trying to pick who they're going to be on the schedule, but I don't do that with the division games. I I lump all the division games together and I just try to predict what their division division record. Record, yeah, for sure. Because you know you're just gonna, you're just gonna, you're gonna break your head trying to figure out each division game because division games can be unpredictable.
0: Well, also like if you're if you're um if you're looking at the division games. And you're doing this with all the teams. You don't want to go and be like, oh, like the Ravens beat the Bengals in week five. And then you're like, but the Bengals could beat the Ravens." you know, like you. you don't right, like right. Those.
1: Exactly. It They'll do that be- more with the division teams than the non-divisional teams. And so I feel like the Ravens are, they went one and five last year, which I think was their worst divisional record under John Harbaugh. Yeah. They went four and two in 2025 and one in 2019 in the division. So I feel like at worst case scenario, three and three, three. And three
0: is, yeah. Right. And so, Boom. So if you, go to, if you go, let's say this would be super conservative. say you go two and two against the AFC East three and three in the division. Um, and Now you're five and five and then yep. you just have to go what five. I mean, I, I mean, three and one against the NFC South feels like a freebie. Yeah. Right. So then you're you eight, think and, so. eight and six.
1: And you got to go two and one and your bonus three games. And, you know, and that's the other thing about this schedule is that their bonus 3 games are much easier than the Bengals bonus 3 games. So when you're trying to pick a division winner like for instance the Ravens get to play the Giants, the Bengals play the Cowboys. I'm sure most people would rather play the Giants. The Ravens play the Broncos, the Bengals play the Chiefs. That one's a little bit more even now that Russell Wilson's there. And then obviously you have uh the I don't even know who, what's the third division. Why can't hey, I, 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 I know we talked. I Oh, you have Jacksonville. Yeah. The Ravens have Jacksonville and the Bengals have the Titans. And obviously you would That's much rather difference. play Jacksonville. So like yeah. that. So if you think the Bengals are going over, you almost feel like the Ravens are going to go over cause their schedule. They just have their, their three different games are the,
0: or just slightly. Arnwell picked the Ravens over on his on his show when we did win totals. Um, and I think it's a great call. Again, they had one hundred and ninety nine, one hundred ninety one adjusted games lost last year by far by like 60 games. The most of any team in the NFL. Um, this to me, this to me is a stone cold over.
1: All right, let's take it, a break. Well, and real quick, you mentioned all those injuries and. Look, you look at some of the games they they lost they had a a one point loss to the Steelers, a two point loss to the browns, a one point loss to the Packers. I think all three of those games where they went for two on the final yep. play, a one point loss to the Rams. So literally five of those nine losses were by three points or less, which is just my so they easily Every, easily could have been thirteen and four.
0: Everything about that everything about their season screams um positive regression. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, the Steelers and the
2: Browns, this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, excuse me. The Cleveland Browns. I apologize. The Steelers are actually the lowest win total of any team in the division this year, which is pretty wild. Cleveland Browns, like the uh, Bengals and the Ravens, have a nine and a half game win total. It's, I mean, we're going to say this like 15 times in the next 10 minutes, but it's almost impossible to determine what to do with the Browns win total. And I'm, I guess it's still up at nine and a half. I mean, if I would, I would take the under at nine and a half blindly because, um, you know the expectation is that Deshaun well, I think Deshaun Watson will be suspended. I think the NFL will issue some kind of suspension before the season starts because they don't want Deshaun Watson to be playing and to make it look like they just don't care about what's going on with his off-field stuff. Even if the civil lawsuits are not wrapped up, I think we can see something where they suspend him 6 games. He can appeal if he wants, but it won't do any good and um they say there could be more suspensions cut, like a further suspension coming down the road, depending on the outcome of those lawsuits.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're without even looking at the games, the Browns could literally have the easiest schedule in the entire NFL, but it wouldn't matter because you're betting here on whether or not Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. And I do think if you think his suspension is going to be for more than four games, you have to blindly bet the under, but the worry is that if it's only four games or if there's no suspension, then you have to be worried that they can hit the over, um, but like you, I I just think it's going to be six or more games. I, I I will be shocked if it's less than six games. Uh, Their first
0: four games are so easy,
1: right? wow, well, it's like the NFL threw them a softball. I know. Um, but you
0: know, at the with- Panthers versus the Jets versus right. Steelers at the Falcons. Like if he's just been in four games, they could still go three in one of those games with like, which Jacoby Brissett or the ghost of Baker Mayfield? Yeah, the ghost, exactly the ghost of Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, with Deshaun, you probably put him at 4-0 in those games. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, you have Deshaun out burning the Panthers who tried to acquire him this offseason. And burning the Falcons. The, and the Falcons who tried to acquire him. And then, uh, you know, taking down a division rival in primetime. Uh, yeah, it does feel like they're probably 4-0, like you just said, if Watson's out there. What are they, so- what are
0: they with percent in those? I, I mean, I think 2-2 two and two is probably more fair. Yeah, I think.
1: I don't think four and I, like I think three and O feels like best case scenario, three but then one. You, best case, yeah, you yeah. like one and three comes in the conversation if presets out there. I don't think that would happen, but you're looking at it as, eh, that's feels like the floor, but with Watson two and two feels like our three and one probably feels like the floor with Watson.
0: Yes. Uh um, and, and the one thing we'll talk right, about. Watson's we just, it's, just, real quick. It's, like, it's just impossible to like, like we basically have to do like five different outcomes for this team because all right, what is it what the most of you, I mean, could he be suspended the whole year? That's not out of out of the question. Well, and yeah, that's the thing you have to consider. If you bet the
1: under and you hear that, you just cash your ticket now. Yeah. You know, like Yeah. So you're gambling on how long a suspension will be and I you have to feel strong that it's
0: going to be longer than shorter. I think so. But I mean, again, yeah. Again, like, the, again, this is all, like, it is. you can't take the over right now at nine and a half, not knowing how long Deshaun Watson suspended. You could take the over at, like, seven, maybe. But the issue with that
1: is that as soon as the sp- suspension comes out, the over under could change on a dime. It's, it
0: should be off the board. It's It should be off the board right now. It, it will certainly be off the board in, like, as we get closer to the season or once. Like, once something's announced, it will it will come off the board everywhere. And then will come back up in a different number based on his suspension.
1: Well, and the one thing Rusty Harden, Deshaun Watson's lawyer, said over the weekend that he expects to hear something from the NFL in late June or early July. And that doesn't necessarily mean the suspension, but that means the NFL is saying, hey, we're wrapping this up. Maybe we need to talk to Deshaun again. So that becomes the timeline of finishing the investigation, and then I don't know how long it will take them to render a decision. But you saying that the decision will be made before the season, almost I would say that's a lock. There's no yeah. way – they're going to let this linger for another season.
0: Can't you Can't know, you know, have Sean Watson's off-field stuff going on while he's playing football, and the Browns are going to play him, unlike the Texans. Right, like the like the NFL was thrown a huge bone by the Texans being just a terrible football team because it allowed them to like not deactivate, not like not you know they didn't release him, they didn't trade him, they just. Had him on the active roster but didn't play him for an entire year. It's kind of a crazy situation. Well, and imagine if he's not suspended, then then Amazon
1: Prime, their second game ever, is gonna be everybody spending the entire week talking
0: about Deshaun Watson
1: civil lawsuits.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit were like, hey guys, like you know, we're you know, Amazon gave you a billion dollars. Like, why don't you throw yeah, but I mean, inside here? we
1: didn't set up for this. That's not what our billion dollars So it yeah. just feels like six to eight games and maybe more yeah let's just say if he got suspended a year what do you think the record what do you think the record be if he gets suspended for a year
0: um i want to say two and two to start and then i think you lose to the chargers lose to the pats lose at the ravens and oh boy two (laughs) and six going to the bye that's a rough second set of games right there i'll give them a win at miami a loss at buffalo loss to tampa bay I'm being generous. The win at Houston. This is Deshaun suspended for a year. I mean, yeah. I think he gets swept by Cincy in Baltimore. So you're we're two and six going into the bye, and then you're we're at four and ten with these last three games. I mean, Saints at home. I'll say I mean, I'll th- say two and one magically. Six and eleven with no Deshaun. That's and that's I mean, like, that's that's so crazy,
1: far man. under the realistic. I think it's realistic.
0: What about if Deshaun suspended for the first eight games? Ooh, that's a game changer. So we, do we think two and six? Or we say three and seven, three, three and five,
1: three and five. Let's be generous and say three and five. Okay, right, three and five. Then Deshaun comes back at Miami,
0: who also tried to trade for him. Jeez, everybody on the schedule to See, finish.
1: and that makes more sense based on how the schedule is structured that uh-huh. you have them suspended until the bye. It's both primetime games. And so then talk about it. Right. And then and then he gets a week to kind of get acclimated to the season, and then boom, you're in like Miami. Second
0: the Bengals game or the second that week eight ends, he would be his suspension would be over. And so he'd right. be able to practice with the team during the bye. For two weeks. Yeah. Man, it, it does look like that when you start looking at the schedule like this, doesn't it? Like, it feels like that's what the NFL is going to well, do. Well,
1: you mentioned the first four games, so it's like the schedule makers are like, all right, we've got this four cut in case he's, we have to spend, suspend him for. Now we'll give him the bye in week nine in case he's suspended for eight games. Yeah. And then it's, anything else. It's, it's, to- it's like they probably worked
0: at the NFL on that. Um, so, uh, let's say three and five, and then they go two and two on the next four anyway. So, five and seven. And then their final five games at Cincy, I think is a loss. We'll say they split Cincy and Baltimore, so okay. they're six and eight, six and eight. Those three. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I think they win two. I think they win their last three with Deshaun.
1: Yeah, I mean even and they split eight and nine and eight
0: versus like six and eleven or seven. And seven. that was us giving them three and five in the first eight without Deshaun. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. So in other words, I think you take the under. If you can find a Browns under nine and a half, I think you should take it. I think it's a good bet. Whereas they could go, even if he's suspended four games, they could still win nine games. Right, right. Yeah. And the other part is that uh,
1: when you look, even though it's hard to find a Browns over/under right now, the one thing you can find is the division odds, and that's the one that I know that's what we're talking about right now. But that's the one thing where it feels like. Uh, you, the
0: Browns are the favorites that seems like
1: free money for the Ravens or the Bengals
0: yeah 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 I agree with that right now is when you should be betting on the um, right now is when you should be betting on the Ravens to win the uh, Ravens to win the division excuse me I was trying to I was trying to find this um, the win totals. I don't see them mm. the over-unders are the division winners the oh, here's when regular season wins um oh, man the site is so manageable.
1: But real quick the uh the division the Browns are plus 170 to the favorites and the Ravens and Bengals are both both plus 220. You literally bet both of them. And I'm not sure that you're losing that. That's what I feel like. I just feel like that's you know obviously you cut in your own profit by betting both teams but it feels like the Ravens or Bengals will win the division this year.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: All right.
0: Let's get to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are we going to call Wilson? No. Pittsburgh Steelers over under win total is seven and a half. The under juice to one twenty five. begging you. Of course, they brought in Mitchell Trubisky and drafted Kenny Pickett. I didn't do a very good job of breaking down the offseason additions and losses for the various teams, but you kind of know what they are. Um, we did so that all season. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Change the quarterback position. Ben Roethlisberger out. Juju smith schuster gone, too. Uh, but Byron large, is basically the quarterback spot that is the big changeover they have on their schedule. The Bengals and... whoo, buddy. Man, they need to win early, huh? Can they? I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to be any good. I don't think they're going to be any good. <sighs> All right. They open at the Bengals. Versus the Pats at the Browns versus the Jets. I think I would probably go two and two there. Yeah, I think they can go two and two. Yeah. I mean, especially if Watson's suspended, they're probably, I mean, favorite to go two and two. Um at Buffalo is probably a loss, although they almost won. But they did win there last year in week one, didn't they? Uh so, yeah. They beat the they beat beat the Bills in week one. In um, touchdown. Buccaneers. But, but, to... but then they lost their next three. Correct, because they started one and three. Um, just had to point that out for Wilson, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> versus the Bucks. I mean, I think you lose both of those at the Dolphins and at the Eagles. Woof, man! This looks a lot like the Browns' schedule. That's because they're very similar. I mean, what's their what? So two and two, one and three in those next four.
1: I mean. It's tough because, like, you look at the Patriots game. Who do you think has a more talented defense? Um, probably Steelers. Probably Steelers, yeah. And then, would you rather have Mitchell Trubisky or Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Yeah. See, I think they're pretty even. Oh, no, Mac Jones by a wide margin, I believe. See, I don't think that's a gimme though. It's in Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's hard to predict the, the Steelers schedule. I'm just here's all I'm going to say about the Steelers schedule, and we can go. I'm going to have
0: them starting best, best cases, four and four.
1: This is going to sound crazy, but all you need, if you're the Steelers, this team went to the playoffs last year, nine, seven, and one is for either Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky to play better than Ben Roethlisberger did last season. And Ben Roethlisberger was like a sloth doing an impression of a sloth trying to move around in the pocket. There was, you know, like, Ben Rothspur obviously a if you've ever whatever that movie is where the moves
0: really slow that's why I stopped talking um, have, you seen, um, have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live skit um, Sloths I don't think I have oh Maybe man watch it it's so good I'll google it after this
1: some kids can... in
0: a funny little video about sloths sloths no 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 it's like a rock video about sloths uh, uh... It's, don't listen to it in front of your daughter okay so it's not for kids it's not for kids. No.
1: Unlike um, the, right, so the, look, the one I was talking right. about was from Zootopia, and there's a sloth that works at the DMV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember He that, goes yeah. as slow as you would expect the sloth working at the DMV. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That, that would have been a better line. <laughs> Which you can listen to in front of your kids. That's right. All right, so let's let's give them four and four as a very generous starting point. Yes. I think three and five is more likely. Well, who but. do you think the starting quarterback is going to be? I think it's going to be Trubisky. I think it's going to be Pickett. Ooh. Dude, I
3: mean, Kenny Pickett is like
0: 28 years old. You can't start to like wait a year. To yeah, start. you just signed Trubisky to a two year deal. Yeah, Trubisky, Trubisky Trubisky's getting Trubiskied. Um, Saints at home, out of the bye, Bengals at home, at Colts, at Falcons. I don't think it's outrageous to suggest they could go three and one there, but two and two probably more likely. Out of the bye? Yeah. Yeah, two and two. So six and six. And then they finish versus Baltimore at Carolina versus the Raiders at Baltimore versus Cleveland. Six and six. So let's say they split with Baltimore. Yep. Seven and seven. Yep.
1: Probably eight, beat the Panthers.
0: Carolina. Yep. Eight, and, eight seven. and seven. And then Raiders and Browns at home. Like nine and. um. Really? Wow, is, that a ten? is that a path to 10 and seven? I don't think that's like. Uh, and the, well, the the over, the over under seven and a half. I mean, if they get
1: 10 wins, I have the Steelers at nine and eight. I feel like th- th- I'm comfortable with that. Like, I think they're going to yeah. get over.
0: Yeah. I don't mind the over if, if Kenny Pickett or Trubisky are an upgrade and like Mike Tomlin, you know, I know it just doesn't go below 500. Um, mm. I didn't
3: think and that's I, the I, thing.
0: I, I didn't think I was going to like that. I seven is too short for this team.
1: It's much too short as for, for like you just said, Tomlin's never had a losing record. And that's what I was saying with Roethlisberger looking so slow last year is that yes, over the course of his career, Ben Roethlisberger is a much, much better quarterback hall of famer. Then Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. But if we're just talking about comparing those two guys to the was 2020. A
0: disaster last year. Yes,
1: the 2021 version of Ben Roethlisberger. They might be an upgrade. And if they're an upgrade over a team that went 9-7-1 and with Ben Roethlisberger, why can't they get the 9-1s again?
0: Nah, I, I think you're right. I think, I, I think I'm on board this idea that we like the Steelers over. Didn't think I'd get there either. I just wanted us to be nice to the Steelers because Wilson's not here. He's never going to know. Yeah. I, I just I just thought we I thought we'd be like, oh, the Steelers under is a freebie and then you sort of actually start um going through the schedule. Yeah, you start going through the schedule and you're like, "Oh. You know what? I do kind of like the over. If if they can start four and four though. At 3 and 5 they can still get there cuz you just really need four wins on the back end.
1: And like um, we were saying with the the Bengals, you know, they play the NFC South and that feels like a division where every AFC North team can go three and one it, with the Buccaneers kind of being that wild card game. And then they play the AFC East, which it feels like it's more of a toss up because who knows what the Dolphins Patriots will look like, but a- every AFC North team, it feels like could go three and
0: one there. Yeah, it does feel like if you're, if you're in the AFC North, you're getting at le- minimum two wins out of the NFC North, NFC South, excuse me, and more than likely three wins. Like you're like you're getting the Panthers. In the, if you don't, if you're in the AFC North and you don't beat the, both the Panthers and the Falcons, then you're probably fishing last in the division. Right. All right, Definitely. that'll do it for our show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Let us know your favorite AFC North win total bet in the comments for Reach. I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later.